Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. This is Coogan Cassis for IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. We're, we're in a Russian bathhouse in London, very random. I'm joined by Derek Tizora. Derek, thank you for inviting me here. I feel like I completed half the task today, but not the rest. You did well, you did well. You did well. You seem disappointed I didn't come for round two. Yeah, I'm very upset because I wanted them to beat you up with their lives. They beat you up in there like a runaway slave. <laughs> but it was good though. They're good guys here. Yeah. It's quite cool. I enjoy it. Well, I can safely say I've never been in a Russian bathhouse, so thank you very much for the experience. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's a good experience. It's great. You know, it's one kept secret. That's the best top secret they kept in Russia for themselves. You know, I enjoy it. Well, thank you to Banya for their hospitality here. Um, Derek, let's kind of jump straight into it. Um, Saturday night, um, obviously on paper you've suffered a second defeat to Joseph Parker. Uh, the feedback since that fight, um, all the headlines, uh, all the talk has still been about you, regardless of whether you won or lost. It's always, say, it's it's been about you. So, difficult to digest the defeat or, or not? Not really. You know, um, first of all, I have to say thank you to everybody who came to, uh, to Manchester. Um, you know, great fight, great undercard. Um, you know, the whole production was great. You know, a bit nervous because those of things are being cancelled. The football games, you know, people are paranoid about it. Omicron, is Omicron Corona? Um, so it's just people don't want to like come out and then suddenly get sick and go spend Christmas with their loved ones. Like because last year we did, nobody spent Christmas with nobody. Do you understand? So this year was this year was going to be different, but they're trying to make it harder for us. So. It was quite difficult, you know, for the last four days. It was like, oh, Jesus Christ, what day is it? It's Wednesday, Thursday, and then you're like, oh, Friday. 
just hope nobody in the team got corona or anybody around us getting sick so the fight will be cancelled. But it won't fight fight was great. The whole build up, everything was just great. I enjoyed it. Just talking about your own performance, um, you know, you said beforehand that you felt like you would have to knock him out. Um because of in your opinion how the first fight played out, you obviously believed you won the first fight. A lot of people did believe you won the first fight. Uh, no, he's, won, he's won both fights, so I don't care. Move on. But from your own performance perspective, were you pleased ultimately with how you performed? Mm-hmm. It was okay. I, I, hate, I hate to say this, yeah. I don't want to say it, but I have to say it now. Uh, on on Thursday, I think it was a Thursday or last week Thursday, week Thursday, I was in my garden. I slipped, broke my hand, broke my baby finger. I was looking other way around. Instead of it to be like this, I was looking that way. It was like a zigzag, and I put it back together myself. And then I phoned up, and then I had to like put injections in it, which I told the board it was fine. You know, um, the fight itself was great. Joseph Parker boxed a great fight. You know, give a shout to Andy Lee. You know, he's um, made a great fight out of Joseph. You know, I think he'll do well. Um, you know, I the whole build up, my training camp was well. And that was it. Can't say anything else. You know, Dave Cordell trained me very well for that fight, um, and uh, we lost the fight. So, in your opinion, as it's been a couple of days, obviously since the fight, why why didn't it quite click for you on on Saturday enough for you to win? It did click for me, but it's lost the fight. You know what? What's there to to to, to make it click? He boxed a better fight than me. That was it. There's nothing else to say. He won the fight. He didn't win it easily. It was not an easy fight for him to win. No, it was not. It was a hard fight for him to win. I've got to ask you about the scorecards because a lot of people had something to say about the 114-112 scorecard. I wanted wanted your opinion about that. It's about fucking time I get saying out of boxing. (laughs) What was wrong with that? Listen, might have been a knockdown, but who finished the round stronger? Knocked me down with one punch, and then suddenly I came back with 45 punches. So what was the problem with that? Everybody's got opinion in boxing. You know, it's like everybody. Everybody's got opinion in boxing. Whose opinion is right? We don't know. Even to the judges, to the referee, everybody's got an opinion. Everybody's got something to say. Did you deal with the the aftermath of this fight a lot easier than the first fight I'm assuming you did listen I've lost so many fights I don't really care about them to be honest if I won so many fights I don't really care don't care don't bother me people write things about me I don't even read about it write good write bad I do not care do you understand most people care most people finish fights and then they're on a the computer reading, oh, 
What did he say? What did, what did he say about me? I don't care, mate. Off my team. After I left that ring, I was like, hmm, what's the next campaign? And then they clicked. Let's talk about that because regardless of obviously people talking about your performance, and I mean that, the headlines were kind of centred around you ahead of Joseph Parker despite you losing the fight. But there are a lot of people out there within boxing that believe that that should be your last fight and you shouldn't continue. I, what? I, I want you. You've seen this, Derek. If you've been on social media, no, you've seen this. Been. Well, I've, I've seen a lot of people say that now it's time for Derek to call it a day. So when I announced my next fight, tell them not to buy tickets and come watch it. So whoever wrote that, whoever said that, don't watch me fight next time. That is it. Don't bother tuning in or anything like that. Go away. We don't need your negative vibes here, mate. Is it negative vibes or is it their opinion that you've had that many hard fights, it hasn't always gone your way and they believe that the stage of your career now, that that should be it. Is that, is that not a fair opinion to them, if they believe that? So basically, we should, we should be like this. You should not do it because you, you can't do it because you're failing, because you should just forgive, you just forget about it. That's the problem with us in Britain. So we in a Premiership, in a, in a Premier League. How many teams we got? Twenty. Mm, Twenty. And three of them are probably the best teams out there. So the rest shouldn't bother playing for it because they're not going to win it, are they? Yeah, Blackburn, Tottenham. Uh, who else? Everton. Uh, Leicester, oh no, Leicester won it. Uh, who else? Oh, so the rest of the players, the rest of the football teams, do not play for the Premier League anymore because you're not going to win it. That's it. Here's a question. Yes, yes, I'm going to say to you, all those people writing all that shit. Go fuck yourselves. Tell me to retire. No. If you don't want to come watch me, don't. I don't care. I know those who love me, they will come and watch. Those who want to feel sorry for me, don't feel sorry for me. Be happy for me, because I'm happy. I'm living my best life right now. Do not feel sorry for me. I'm living my best life right now. I mean, what I'll say to that is, I remember speaking to you after Monaco, after your defeat to Caballero, and that was a, a good five years ago, four or five years ago, and people were suggesting the same thing now. Now, since that fight, you've been in numerous yeah, big that, fights. Yeah, that time I'd have said, you know what, you're right, I should retire because I'm a bum, I stink up the joint, I didn't box right, everything was not clicking, you know, um, I'm even embarrassed to say I've lost that fight, to be honest with you. That was not great. So I changed it. So is it a case of you will fight? Listen, you will fight fight until you want to fight? No, no, listen. I lost the fight. Big deal. People lose and people win. That's it. It's the life we live in. That is it. What can we say? That's it. It's life. It's life. People, people, everybody's got something to say. Say it. People got things to say. People sit there and write about other people's mis- mistakes and their career and stuff like that. Because they haven't got nothing better themselves to do. I'm happy. Listen, I'm happy. I wake up in the morning. 
I brush my teeth. I get in my two-door smart car. I'm fucking living my best life right now. I come to Russian bathhouse. I uh, hang out with my family. I'm happy. Don't need anything else. I go to a gym. I'm happy, mate. Can I just offer a little counter to what you're saying here? I'm assuming the people that have an opinion about whether you should be retired or not are also concerned about health-wise that one day that you'll, if you feel like you're fighting past when you should stop, that you're going to get hurt. I will not fight until I'm 40. Nah, that's going to happen. I'm still good in my 30s, so I'll do it. So is it a case of when I decide to stop, I'll stop? If not, I'll keep going. That's everybody wants to know. Isn't it? Like, when is he gonna stop? I don't know. When they gonna stop eating pussy and then I can stop fighting? <laughs> but I don't know yet. I'm still in the game. I like it. I enjoy it. I had this conversation with someone the other day and I said... You have conversation with everybody, don't yeah, you? Yeah, of course. But I said to them, as weird and as random and as unpredictable as Derek Tizora is, his brain is still intact. Like, it's not a case of you being kind of punchy, etc. Do, do you know why most people get punchy? It's not boxing what makes most fighters punchy. It's not the fight they have a fight in the ring. It's not. People get punchy when they do so many rounds of sparring. Do you know, pre people get punchy in the gym, not in the ring, not in the boxing ring. You know, they train hard, they're sparring a lot. You know, they feel like they haven't done enough sparring, so they put another 20 rounds on top of the 45 rounds they did. That's what hurts people. Not not the fighting game, not boxing alone, no. It's a sparring. It's what they do in the gym with their trainers. Not when a man walks in the ring and then he fights and he loses and he blows. Oh, that's not well, no. It's a sparring, the way he's training his body and the way they're doing whatever they're doing in the gym. No, that's how, that's how you get fucked up. So... The summary of what you're saying there is basically that the sparring side of it is what you believe that takes its toll on a boxer's career, yes. hence the reason why people kind of are in the situations they are. But for you, it's not the case because your sparring isn't, isn't that, but obviously people are judging you on the numerous fights you've had over the last 10, 11, 12 years against some of the best heavyweights that there are still going today? I want to fight everybody. I want to fight everybody. <laughs> you put that tweet out straight away because everyone's kind of... I don't know what people expect after that, whether they're thinking you're going to say, oh, that's it, etc. Straight away you put, posted a picture out on your Instagram and you said, I'll see you next summer ready to go again, basically, not exact words, but that's what you were basically saying, that you're what ready to go again. What exactly did I say? Go on. I'll see you next, like, in the summer of 2022. Say exactly what I say. Well, I can't remember. I can get it up. Wait there, hold on. Let me get it up, and I'll actually, actually quote you on what you said. Oh, okay. Here we go. Sorry. I'm going to quote what you said now, because I've got it up now. Uh, fuck retirement. I'll be back in the summer, bitch. <laughs> 
Damn right, bitch, I'll be back in the summer. Yeah, I'll be back in the summer. What, what's the motivation for you now then? We've spoken about we've spoken about world titles. You've always dismissed that and said you're not interested. You've always said it is to do with money. But right now, at this stage of your career, what is the motivation for you to keep fighting? Just because you love fighting? Or is it because you've still got unfinished business in boxing? I just love it. I love it. I love the training, the fighting. I just love it. I fucking enjoy it, man. I fucking love it. You don't understand. I think, I think people kind of understand. Don't with understand. No, they understand. They don't with understand. You don't understand. You don't understand the dream when I enjoy it. Do you understand? I ain't fucking enjoy it. I'm trying to explain to you guys who are going to be watching this bloody channel later. I fucking enjoy it. I love it. You don't understand how much I fucking love it. This is point to point blank. I love it so much. When he hit me, I went down. I'm like, bitch, this is it. Do you understand? This is it. This is all about. This is it. Fucking gave a hit. Come back. This is the fucking is this. It's hard to explain man, to those who don't understand. It's so hard to explain, man. I'm telling you, man. I fucking love it, man. I enjoy it. I fucking love it. Derek, let me ask you, um, Eddie Hearn was asked a question in the post-fight about potential with, and it's got people talking again, with you and Deontay Wilder. His quote was, I believe, um, if it goes past four rounds, Derek's got a very good chance of winning the fight, but he's got to get past them four rounds. I mean, people are talking about it. There's no suggestion of it happening at the moment, but... Deontay Wilder, I'm sure you've, if you've been on social media over the last couple of days, you would have seen people talking about a potential fight with Deontay Wilder now. Have you seen that? And what are your thoughts about that? Coming to America. That's the next, that's the next uh, situation we're working on. Our next campaign, Coming to America. I'll take that fine. You would take it? I've been having DMs in my phone. <coughs> These Americans, are just, they want me to come there. If I get a visa, though. I need a visa. Well, we don't know what the situation's going to be next year. Uh, but yeah, we, don't know. <coughs> we, we don't know. We don't we know. We are just living this life like, in a, we're just floating. We're floating, they're closing us down. You can't go anywhere else. You need to be double jabbed. Triple jab soon. Triple jab, double jabbed. Uh, you know, people don't have enough money. People don't have money. You know, it's just, it's hard, man. It's bloody fucking hard. They're making it hard for us. Making it hard for anybody. What's the best place to go to now? Dubai. 
You know, four years ago, you go to Dubai with two grand and you live like a king. <laughs> now you're going to try eight grand. <laughs> now, now you go to Dubai. <laughs> you with eight grand, you don't even live like a king. You wake up in the morning and hit a buffet breakfast and then you have to eat so much that you don't have to have lunch <laughs> and come for dinner. You're not even ordering starters. You're just having dinner you know, with fucking tap water. Because you don't want to buy Diet Coke or anything because it's too expensive. <laughs> I'm telling you, what's the point of going away? Come back, being away for three weeks, you're done, you spunk your dough. And then suddenly you have to go back to work. Your mortgage, you have to pay your mortgage. Your water bill. Your water mortgage, your water bill, your car, insurance, gas. Oh, this shit piles up, bro. <laughs> That's why I said I'm not coming on my smart car. Stay in that bloody thing for a while, man. Derek, if um, if the opportunity presents itself next year, are you saying that there's a strong possibility that you will look to obviously have your next fight in America if obviously we don't know about restrictions, etc., and the possibility of doing that, but is that something that's on your radar that you will want to do is go out to America and kind of maybe do something out there? I think we all should move to America because America don't have a lockdown. America's got it right. They're not putting anybody in lockdown. Sway your mask and let's get triple jabbed and that's it, let's move on. Do you know what I feel sorry for right now? Our kids. Do you know that? Because by the time they get older and, and this financial crisis we're going through, man, it's going to bankrupt lots of people, man. You're looking at your time because you have to rush home. <laughs> I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. You're looking at your time. <laughs> you can go home, bro, it's fine. You can go home. Oh, yeah. Miss is calling you, bro. No, no. <laughs> no, that, no, no. Miss is calling you. <laughs> His wife is calling him. Hurry up, boy. You got it whipped, man. You got it wrong. <laughs> yeah, but listen. I just feel sorry for so many families out there, man. It's bad. It's so bad right now. And I feel sorry. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast, sponsored by William Hill, in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.